the recovery revolution will be podcast on the since right now addiction recovery network welcome to the since right now addiction recovery podcast the podcast of clean and sober k-l-e-n and s-o-b-r and sincerightnow.com with your hosts in recovery jeff matt and chris Right. Yeah, well, that makes sense because we should be in other rooms. Like, we should be not on the same place. It's for phone recording. Right. Let's see how we can do this. All right. I can go sit somewhere else. That's goofy. The whole point is to build you in the same room. Uh, hold on. Here's you know, we could just, just keep the microphone up here and don't worry yeah. about it. And then it works out fine. Yeah. I think. I think so too. Uh, Dude, so are you going to cut in the intro? I'm going to have to. See, there's a way to do it online, but with the mics broken online, yeah. it's undoable. Okay. Um, well, let's just welcome ourselves back because last week we had catastrophic. Catastrophic technical failure. <laughs> this totally. week we're trying a new. Uh, all new thing. New mode of recording, which is this yeah. app called Anchor, yeah. which is all basically phone based. Yeah. Um, to make a podcast. To make a podcast. You just call somebody or somebody I guess yeah. you can as many people as you want yep. and uh, which is cool you didn't even call them I, I don't know what it's in a link anyway um, so very cool yeah. there is a desktop version that I haven't quite sussed and also um, the the desktop hardware mics and everything I tried them again and nothing I think I don't know what's wrong if it's the microphone or the cord or I, don't, I tried different I don't know what's wrong or fuse the thing I have no idea anyway right. so um, and also like last week I called around to find out about studio recording and while some you know costs are very reasonable not on a weekly basis it's just not what I yeah. can afford it's not what we're doing um, and uh, it'd be great but if we can figure out how to make this anchor thing work yeah this could be our, this could be the new way forward. Which I think is basically how to make these mics love mics and not have to hold them up. It would be great. Although yeah. Mics. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, we so we're back. Um, yeah, everybody was uh, subjected to a a solo solo dolo episode of me just stumbling through. Um, oh, so you put out something? Oh yeah, I put out like a, I don't know, half an hour. Or wow. Of me talking about um, what was me. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to be in charge of this anymore. Um, it sucks when your equipment breaks. Wow! Uh, I was just, I was super disheartened when it didn't work out last week. Yeah, and um, I know we were ready to podcast last week. We were, and yeah. uh, and Matt's out out tonight. Matt's, he's, he's he's pitching he's with my wife. He's um, with they're, they're pitching they're in uh, the beautiful city of Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Yeah. We're not going to tell you the hotel, so you can't like go right. fan by fan by um, crazy. So. Yeah, and then, uh, yeah, I, I sort of, that segued into a little bit about uh, how recovery sobriety doesn't necessarily mean everything is blue skies and um, smooth sailing, um, and and how I, I used to be, when we started this, I had a lot of trepidation about even mentioning that I suffered from depression because I'm like, right. I don't want new people like thinking about getting sober to think, oh, wait, it doesn't cure depression when you get sober. Um, uh, 
but the fact of the matter is, is I'm doing a lot better than I was. Yeah. Um, you know, whatever I'm, but you know, there's still, you know, there's, there's a little depression, there's lots of anxieties, but things, life things in general are sort of, you know, challenging right now. Um, just, just in terms of what's going on in your life or just regular life is challenging because of how you feel. Both actually. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, um, you know, I think I'm trying to figure out, say, you know, my, my wife went through like some challenges at work, um, you know, that, and I, I feel that for totally. I don't want, you know, I, I want to yeah. take, take those, yeah. you know, those uh, pains and frustrations and, um, anxieties and, you know, angers. I want, yeah, I, I want to help with those. Help with those. Yes. And sometimes you just can't. No. And that's frustrating, but, you know, I certainly derive, you know, some anxiety from it as well. Totally. Um, and uh, anyway, so, but. Uh, but it's interesting that you said that just when you were talking about how we present ourselves. And I was just telling you, I spoke tonight at my meeting. And uh, I had one of those days where I had a, a thing this morning and I had to speak in front of a bunch of people. So by the time this afternoon came around, I was totally serene, totally calm. All my adrenaline was gone. And so I gave this talk at AA and I could tell that it was just one of those talks where if I were listening to this talk, you're like, oh, that guy has his shit together. He's super serene, super peaceful. And everyone went around and was like, oh, you exu you're exuding peace. I don't know if I feel that way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, like, God forbid you really tell the emotional ups and downs of what you're really feeling on a, on at AA. And so, and I was like, am I faking? Am I faking it for this? You know, this talk. Am I just BSing? And it's in some ways, when you give an AA talk, you can kind of turn it on autopilot. You have the story. You've told it a million times. Um, at least I have told mine. So it's kind of easy to sound like, oh, this guy knows what he's doing. But then I was like, no, I do feel okay. I do feel like I generally have a program outlook. I do work the 12 steps. They are a natural part of what I'm doing. I, Yeah, I'm a lot more calm than I normally am. Uh, but it's not, it's not like... In recent times, I've still been a complete dick and a complete asshole, or had lots of anxiety or depression, or whatever. So it's yeah, it's interesting. If are we wouldn't we try to project a certain serenity or calmness? I don't know if that's how we feel. Mm -hmm. You know, if we really actually feel that way or not, and it's really hard to articulate that. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. And you're you know you're afraid. Like I don't want to talk about my depression because I'm afraid someone new will think right. that. That you're supposed to feel a certain way when you get sober. And I don't know if that's necessarily true. Or that it's a panacea that that you get yeah. sober and and it's all the yeah. pink cloud. Yeah. Because um, you know, or 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 somehow that. Um, yeah, it just corrects all the yeah all the faults in the wiring. You know? Right. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. But and I, but it's interesting. It does. It's, it's a, a tremendous, tremendous thing, thing sobriety. I mean, oh, it yeah. really is. Yeah. But you're right. There's the life still happens. There's still ups and downs. There's still struggles. Oh yeah. No, I, I was thinking the other the other day just because I was just sort of. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess sort of. A, yeah, just like anxiety and just sort of depression. Just you know. 
um, frustrated for my wife. Yeah. Stuff she's dealing with. Um, and, uh, and she's just having normal work things. And, like, this is just agency. Yeah. Life. Yeah. But you know how it can, it, oh, yeah. it, it, it has its peaks and valleys and she's totally. Yeah. Just a frustrating, challenging, um, situation. Totally. You know, and, um, but, uh, you know, I was thinking, you know, the way I relieve my anxiety now is, you know, I, I read, like, that's where it goes. Like when I can go to bed and just like read the fiction, whatever it is I'm reading. Um, that's, you know, I'm just like, come on, escapism, start releasing those endorphins, you know? Yeah. Because um, it's all, we've talked about this before. Yeah. You know, uh, addictions are, are using whatever our substances were, was all about getting out of our own head. And yep. sometimes, you know, even in sobriety, you still just want to get out of your own yeah. head. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And when, uh, you know, substances aren't available to you to sort of, knock you knock it out knock yeah. yourself out of your own head um yeah. you know you find out what are you gonna to do yeah um, I, I agree i i think it is it is that's little touch of madness or little touch of insanity where i still feel that where you just want your head to, you want your brain to shut yeah. right oh, yeah. you just want yeah. to stop thinking right. or worrying or yeah. you know whatever the loop is yeah. of anxiety the anxiety loop mm-hmm. you know, just step away from it for mm-hmm. a while you do it with you gotta, you gotta find something yeah absolutely yeah. It's, funny, it's my funny. My wife, who is the most, most the biggest, biggest scaredy cat of any kind of drugs and mm. alcohol, never, never smoked pot, pot mm. ever. That's like, fair. never done anything. Yes. Just totally, totally freaked out. I think she gets anxiety thinking about doing it. But today, she was like, I, I think I might try some CBD oil to relieve her anxiety. I know. And I was like, wow. That was really interesting. I don't know if anyone's had any experience with that. I know at least maybe one of our listeners is involved with it. I and and but I was reading about it in some yoga yeah. magazine today, so it's pretty yeah. mainstream. Oh yeah, it's it's coming up out of the out of the shadows. If it yeah, kind of shadows is appropriate. And I think uh, like um, Liv Pennell is. Uh, I think she just wrote something recently about it. Okay. Somebody. You've never tried it. No. No. Yeah. You know what's interesting? So. <clears throat> Because isn't it for anxiety? Well, that's it, can, it has a number of, I think, things. Right. right. A number of yeah. things. <laughs> that it does. <laughs> that it can help with. Yeah. Um, I think it's a non-existent, non-existent, non-addictive yeah. uh, com- chemical compound yeah. in, yeah. in hemp. And, yeah, I think you were telling me some hemp. of this. Hemp and, yeah, because we, we were looking at just from and, a brewing and, perspective uh, of... Could yeah, because people ask, are you going to put CBD oil in your yeah. in your non-alcoholic beer? And so I've started looking at it, just how you do it. But what it does for you, I don't really know. And it, if you know, you read all this, I've just sort of seen it. But from a yeah manufacturing thing, I think it's a possibility certainly. But yeah, I'm just wondering. I'm curious about it. Just talking about anxiety and having my wife say that. Today. I am too. But it's one of those things that when she says that, I'm like, does that work? Because I'll do it. I'll take it. That's the first thing that I think. I'm like, oh, drink right. I know. Gets me out of my head. Exactly. Yeah. Right? If it works. Yeah. <laughs> if it absolutely. Works. But I'm like, oh, is it going to be addictive? Is it going to yeah. be? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And that, well, I, I, they don't know it's addictive, but then, you know, at a certain point, though, I, I was thinking about this if it matters, addiction versus 
it's, even if something's not addictive, you can still abuse it. Right. Okay. Yes. So, you know, I have an anti-anxiety take as needed medication, which okay. I very rarely take. Like okay. Very, very, very take. But I and, have and does it and immediately do you feel no, I went I can't no. exactly tell. It's, there's okay. nothing immediate about it. Okay. It's very subtle. Okay. Um, to the point where sometimes I wonder if it's actually just a placebo. Um, <laughs> it's a sugar pill. I, 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 well, you know, it's this tiny little pill. Yeah. Propolan, propan, propanolol. Propanolol. I don't know. Uh, but, uh, okay. And so it says, uh, it's like take one or two as needed. Yeah. And I, like I said, I rarely take it. I don't know if I had taken one before. Here's my point. Yeah. I only take one. Because I think, okay. yeah. <laughs> if I take two, up. yeah. But do, do you think then that am I like? Could take two? Yeah. Well, well, here's the thing. I've taken two once. Okay. And I feel like, I feel like it, it, it did sort of, sort of like mellow me out so much <laughs> that right. I was just I became an observer, like in this conversation. It was actually yeah. with you and Matt, and Matt. It was at uh, in Austin uh, at the thing. We went out to dinner uh, one night, and I was just all. Oh yeah. yes, and I just since that. I took two, and I ended up just sort of. I, I felt fine. Normally, I'd not yeah. worrying about like, if, like I'm not saying anything. Should I say something? Yeah. I need to say something. Yeah. I'd have the anxiety of not participating uh-huh. in a conversation, but I was just hang, able to hang out. You were totally fine, and and, and just listen, yeah. you know, and just yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow, I remember and, that, and I remember thinking that Laura McCown was at that dinner. Yeah, and that it was that. It may have taken away the anxiety, but it also, I, like, I wasn't participating. Yeah. And I was, I'm, so I, in, in my head, I'm like, that's too too much. And so yeah. I'm taking it again. Like, since then, I've rarely taken it. Wow. Um, yeah, it removed you too far from who you were, something. Yeah. I, it, it took, it definitely had an effect of made you something different. Yeah, and, and that's what makes me, that, that's yeah. what gave me pause, is I, yeah. I don't want that so yeah. much so, so that um so you know having gone through this long depression this mm-hmm. weird fatigue that i went through for a year and you know um you know just super deep depression yeah um that i feel like i'm still crawling out of to some degree um part of what i've done is uh you know, i came off all my meds okay so my, you're off you're on nothing i'm not right on now. my daily antidepressant i'm not on right. my daily anti-anxiety um, and, uh, and then I, you know, switched my MS med and, uh, but so tomorrow I go back to see my psychiatrist after all this. Just, okay. Um, and is he the one she, that doses you? Yeah. She? And, and part of me is thinking, you know, I was talking to my wife about it. She's like, you know, how are you doing? I'm like, I'm, you know, I'm okay. Yeah. Um, you know, there's just a lot of stuff going on in our life. It's giving me anxiety and, you know, there's a depression there. And um, I said, but I don't, I don't know if I want to. I'm, I'm back to the place where I was way before I started the antidepressant and the anti-anxiety. And this isn't a judgment on them. Yeah. Because they definitely helped. Um, but I'm back to like. Normal. Well, no, I'm not normal. But I have a baseline where I can tell what I'm like not on. I guess my normal or something. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and I don't know that I'm ready to add anything back. So, yeah, you know, I told her, I said, but I don't think I want to come out of there with a prescription. I think I want to 
just to see how yeah, this goes. I want to keep seeing how this goes. Okay. You know, I'm back exercising every day, like yeah. 11 days in a row, which, you know, even, yeah. And yeah. just, which you just didn't even have the energy for. Yeah. And it's, uh, that's awesome. And that, absolutely love that. It feels great. Um, cool. That, although I realize it becomes my addiction. Like I start freaking out. When it hasn't happened today. Yeah. Uh, that's good. Today, though. um, the water guy had to come check out our meter or something. It's one of those yeah. nine to 12 things. Yeah. And I'm and like, like, come on, I got to get on the fucking bike, bro. Going <laughs> for the bike. It's like, you know, yeah. Got to get on the funny. bike. Um, but, uh, anyway, so I guess that's all. I don't know. What, we're just, yeah. So I wouldn't, yeah. CBD oil. No. Oh, I don't, yeah. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I don't. I wouldn't say no to anything I, for any anybody else, and I, I don't necessarily know that I would for myself. It's just I think I want a little more experience of uh, the normalized baseline for me. As, you know? Yeah, and right now it's sort of hard to find just because of you know there's external yeah. things impacting my serenity gotcha. <laughs> or potential serenity, I should say. Yeah, yeah. Um, but. Uh, so to get all the way back to though, it, it would be significantly different if I wasn't so. Right. I mean, just I can't even yeah. begin to imagine. Yeah. What my life would be like if I was drinking, um, or doing whatever else. For, yeah. Um, you know, it just, no one more. It just, I can't, when I, when I do little what if scenarios in my head, like, what would it be like? First of all, I guarantee you, I just, I, was, I wouldn't still be married because I would be a complete drunken dick. <laughs> like yeah. one time too many. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. And, and it'd just be, you know, gross and, and sad. And it, I was around some, uh, now that I'm in the beer business again, yeah. I get to go out. We sponsor lots of events. So I've been, I have had the privilege of running into super drunk people. And I forgot how annoying drunk people are, dude. Yeah. The most annoying. Uh, they're, they get, you know how, and I remember being this way when I was drinking, how you have no emotional read on everything. Everything offends you. You can't follow a conversation. You repeat yourself a hundred times. You're impossible to talk to because. Everything, everything you get easily offended or, or lost mm-hmm. in some weird something, something that, that didn't, didn't really happen mm-hmm. if you were sober it was just something normal, normal but you took it one right. way or something and so, and so i've just seen this, this like like, like, like oh yeah drunk people suck yeah. <laughs> just suck yeah to be around like they're so annoying it's so, so, it's like, oh. so it's, it's like, like really really grateful that i don't do that, that anymore. God, yeah. Um, we had one, a live one last week at the meeting. We got a live one. Had been, I know, had been drinking that day and made himself. And you could just tell he was so, it was so hard to watch. I was happy he was there. He was actually pretty good. Like sometimes I've probably been in maybe a half dozen meetings where someone has been drinking. In the meeting. And yeah, someone has been drinking right before. Okay. They've come to the meeting drunk. They're not like in has anybody drinking. ever drinking? Like, hey, I got a cooler. <laughs> I got a frosty. <laughs> but I see it go bad where people are kind of mouthy. Yeah. Like they're drunk in a meeting. Right. And they get all mouthy. Yeah. Like, oh, fuck you, you fucker. Whatever. Yeah. So that's bad. And you have to escort him out. So this guy was probably three, four hours after his last. So he, right. he was kind of sober now. A little bit. A little bit. But 
you know, he started, started talking, talking. We're and we're all like, oh, I hope, oh, I hope you don't let this go into some just drunken battle, I think. But he didn't. Um, but you could tell the pain. You could just see the pain. You could see the pain. You could feel the pain. You could feel like, because I think that takes a lot of, like, you're drunk, and you're like, I know I got to quit. I'm going to a meeting today. Like, I don't, you know, most people. While I'm drunk. While I'm just, you know, my last drink was three, four hours ago. That's tough. Anyway, I was hoping he was going to be back this week. No. What man? That was tough. Well, oh, yeah. dude. And it takes what it takes. You know, everyone's got to have whatever, however many drinks it takes to get sober. Um, but, I but I was also grateful that, that yeah, the chair's, chair's there. there. Like, you know, it doesn't matter. You got a desire to quit drinking, you can go to a meeting. And so that that was reinforced that, like, yeah, we'll, we'll take them. Come on in, drunkies. You want to quit drinking? You know? It's okay. It can happen at any moment. So, anyway. That was crazy. But it was nice, yeah, it was nice to be back at that meeting. Because you, you, you'd been sort of... Yeah, I was traveling and, yeah, just whatever. I don't know what we were doing, but I'd miss it for about three or four weeks. When you, when you travel, like, you, like, go to... Do you go to meetings when you travel? I sometimes do. I used to go when I was traveling to certain cities, but yeah, like, when I go out to Denver now, I do not go to a meeting. I've been to meetings in Denver, but yeah. Like I went out there for a week and I haven't been in a meeting, but there's some good, yeah. I mean, I have done it before. Um, I don't know why. I don't know. You're with your family. I don't know. I should go. Do people meet, make connections in meetings that, uh, I guess, like professional connections? I, I, yeah, that's an interesting question. There's, you know, the infamous meetings in California, in LA, where everyone's trying to flip screenplays. Right, right. You know, you, and everyone kind of makes jokes about it. Uh, about, about how they connected, they connected AA meetings oh, uh, yeah. in Los Angeles. Uh, I remember the one I went to in London was full of rock stars and act hmm. theater people and you know yeah. footballers. Uh, so it was you know, there was always somebody who's like, oh, they're so and so or whatever. But um, yeah, I think so. I, I think you know you make lots of professional connections. I, I it's funny. My meetings full of judges and lawyers. So if you need if you need to get out of something. But <laughs> that's, 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 that's it, you know. I, I thank God I had to use any yeah. of them since, since I've been in sobriety. Um, but I mean, do people talk that way after, like after, before, after, like network type talk at all, or is it just all no. meeting talk? I think it's yeah. No, I would say no. I would say like we get there beforehand, and I always go early. Uh, I usually meet a sponsee there, and we'll just kind of check in and have dinner. Um, but, but no, no, I don't think it's that. I don't think it's a networking kind of thing. We all kind of know what each other does, but I don't think it's a business thing. You know, I think it's all about hanging out and, and talking about real stuff. I think people do talk about uh, stuff that's going on, ups and downs that they're having in life, uh, just to hear the things to do that we all know what to do. Don't drink, go to meetings, but you want you want everyone to kind of know what's happening. Um, I think, you know, most people go to meetings and when you have a home group before, after, during the group, you want to get off your chest, whatever's happening, right? Like you'd go in and say, this is happening at home. I'm feeling this for my wife or whatever, just to let people know what, what's going on with you so they can check in. So that, I think that's happens a lot, um, you know, at a home group. So, uh, yeah, it's not really a networking thing, although I think that happens. But yeah, I wouldn't say it's a primary purpose, at least the ones I've been to. Oh, yeah. No, no. I'm just curious. But, yeah, but I think you're right. 
some, some people have used it. For, yeah. Like, I mean, you always read those stories, like, people go out to LA and aren't in recovery, but I'll go to the meeting where whoever goes try to meet them. <laughs> and I don't know if those are true or not, but I've heard I've heard stuff like that. I have no idea if that's actually true. But you got to get your big break somehow, right? You know those movie people. They're all on drugs. Or getting off them. You're getting off them, baby. That's if you want to make a deal in Hollywood. Why wouldn't you get a meeting? That makes total sense. What made me think it was... Uh, I don't know if there's somebody that just went into... Oh, no, somebody just died in, in rehab. Uh, some... Who was it? Like some billionaire's son or something? Really? Who was it? Just like I think today or yesterday? Oh, yeah. Um, I think I heard that. But uh, anyway, so, and they're suing rehab. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I didn't get a chance to look into it. But that that wasn't what I was thinking because I was thinking about something made me think about the idea that sobriety is becoming uh, more and more mainstream. Yeah. Mainstream, yeah. and uh, there's some you, there's there are a lot of people that are AA tourists, AA tourism, yeah. where like there's guys tonight that were at the meeting that travel all the time and they go to AA meetings all over the world, and I think there's something really cool about that um, to go to a new city and go to a meeting uh, and find a meeting wherever you go. I think it keeps it really fresh, and you could tell these guys were like, you know. This is they go to meetings. You can just tell whatever jobs they have. Yeah. They travel. They go to meetings wherever they schedule their trips around going to meetings. Um, the guy was like, you know, I get to a city, I go to a meeting, I learn where all the great places are. You're immediately with the local community. You're immediately connected. Um, he's like, oh, I know where the best Italian restaurant is in every city because I go to meetings and you know just find out really quickly. Um, and I'm like, oh, that's cool. And I've enjoyed that too. You know, just just. Going to, going to New York, York and London, London or wherever, and just like pop into a meeting, and it's yeah, it is cool. It is really cool. But I love that idea of AA tourism, not in the sense of I'm a tourist at this meeting, but AA tourism is like I'm going to go to really well-known meetings around the world. Sure, which is cool, like the famous clubs and the famous you know, go check out the mustard seed. Go there's a couple of big clubs in LA that are. What is like you're a member of a club that has locations all around the world? Yeah, totally. You kind of are. That's crazy. It's like the Soho House. And all they serve is coffee. Yeah. <laughs> coffee and kind of a BLC sandwich. <laughs> Tip your waiters. Um, Matthew sure. Mellon, I guess. Uh, just an, or, uh, a Carnegie a, Mellon guy? Yeah, it's billionaire banking heir Matthew Mellon dies at 54 the day before he was to check into rehab. Oh, day before yeah. he was to check into rehab of an overdose. Uh, well, they, it doesn't say. Declined to provide any details. All right, I'm going to say I'm going to say that drugs and alcohol played a role. Like the last hurrah. Yeah. And um, I'm going into rehab tomorrow, people. Let's get it on. That sucks. Or you never, you know, yeah, you never know. You never we know. don't know until, but we have a pretty good idea. About <laughs> 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 and, We're know. reading between the lines here. But uh, no, what what? So that that wasn't what I was thinking about. Sobriety becoming more normalized is uh, so in the cars, only place to listen to the radio anymore. And it sort of, I was listening to the pop station, which mm-hmm. is you know the seven year old the one zero seven seven. No, what's the one that's uh, in St. Louis? Yeah, it's that your daughter would listen to. It's uh, why didn't no. 
Yeah, could be one ninety eight, maybe. Sure. And there's oh, sorry, by somebody called Sober Up. Oh. And uh, don't know this one. It's it's not a you know I, I'm certainly not a musical snob necessarily. Although I do believe there's a lot of shitty. AJR Sober Up featuring Rivers Cuomo. Okay, it's uh, a pop song. Yeah. Um, it's all about getting sober, because yeah, and it's not a bad song. All right. And maybe probably listeners are out there. Yeah, like duh. I don't, I don't even know when it's from. It might be. Uh, like like five years ago was a massive hit. 2017, it looks okay. like. Um, so it's from last year. Uh, yeah. So that's pretty recent. Yeah. For, for old guys yeah. like us, we're not going to hear a song. But yeah, it's like sort of stopped me. I'm like listening to the lyrics. I'm like, this. Is it about yeah. the story of well, people what, that what are is, drinking what is, and you need to sober what is it? Won't you help me sober up? Growing up, it made me numb and I want to feel something again. All right. Won't you help me sober up? All the big kids, they are drunk and I want to feel something again. You know. I, I, okay, so I, I was thinking that getting loaded was super cool. As I'm telling my story tonight, when I was in college, all I wanted to do was grind my teeth and go out and get fucked up. You know, sorry. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, the more fucked up, the better. I was going for something. And I don't know. It, and that was cool. I think that was considered right. cool. Like it was totally cool to do a bunch of blow and get a like in my circle of friends are like, yeah, let's go get, I don't know if that's, I don't think it's cool anymore. I don't, do you think, you know what I'm saying? Well, it's just, it depends. I don't know. I think, I think within certain segments, sure. I, I, like okay. I would argue, but you were, you were telling us, remember Matt was telling us about the jewel dealer. That was going to all the high schools and selling. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Begging me jigs. Yeah. So I was like, okay, kids are still partying. Kids still are, I think. And I think, you know, you'd be hard pressed to. My, 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 I was going to say, find a frat that doesn't have a That's true. You know, kegger every weekend still or whatever yeah. they do now. I don't know. I don't know what other people do. Uh, um, we need to get back to a frat party. <laughs> God, that was a nightmare. Were you, were you in a fraternity? I was not in a fraternity. Okay, but I was in a fraternity. I went to a. You went to yeah, 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 everybody did, right? Sure, everybody. Um, and uh, yeah, just now that sounds nightmarish. <laughs> it it like, does. literally sounds nightmarish. <laughs> like, um, like this is a nightmare. Yeah, that's funny. It would be. Yeah, we can go. I wonder where the news fraternity is. We're going. What's the, what's the th- beer beer bongs? Yeah, yeah beer bongs. Shotgunning. Totally. Keg stands. Yeah. Beer bongs. Beer bongs. Let's break that down. It's a funnel that you load. With a three a or full whatever, beer? it doesn't matter. However much yeah. you want. Yeah, so you, you put two with a tube on it. What are the tube that you make? I see, yeah. And then you dump. You drink it really fast. Yeah. So it just and I remember you feel like someone just put lead in your yeah. stomach. And yeah. then somebody raises it up and yeah. dumps all that beer down your throat. And yeah, yeah, I did those. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I was telling someone today. Oh, I was with. Uh, this, guy this guy who's helping us, he, he owns a wine company. Mm. And I, I was telling him, like, I've never had a good glass of wine. He's talking mm. about the difference between a $70 and a $20 cap. And how you can really tell right. the difference. I don't know what a $20 cap tastes like or a $70 right. cap. But I, and I, that's one of those experiences I wish I, wish I sure. knew right. what a good glass yeah. of wine tastes like. Because the last one I drank was Mad Dog 2020. Yeah. Right. I swear to God, that was the only wine I drank. Which, you know, one guy you isn't. <laughs> Yeah, and it's not even wine, right? Yeah. <laughs> Who knows what is yeah. in that bottle? And we used to drink it. We used to slam yeah. it. 
So I don't even, so I don't even like you can't really sit in 2020. You just got to get it down. Mm-hmm. And how fucked up that made mm-hmm. you really fast. It's like someone punched you in the mm-hmm. face and you were that you were punch drunk. Mm-hmm. Punch drunk. Just, just fucked up. Beer bong, same thing. Like, God, that is a nightmare. Yeah, I, I mean, they, they say, like, I, I, I feel like I've read and it's been a while since I've cared to yeah. look, but like, the millennials are drinking wines. Okay. I think you're right. Um, and I think you're right. Drinking behaviors are changing, and that's why, you know, there's been this big push even toward, more, towards women more and towards yep. younger more, mm-hmm. towards. Mm-hmm. Getting people, getting people in, in with lighter beverages like this whole, this whole we talked about it a while ago this whole, mm-hmm. this whole alcoholic water yeah. thing is just insane it doesn't seem like it's quite <laughs> taken off like i like thought it might which would but like yeah. like white claw so, and uh it's a white claws a uh alcoholic seltzer wow. wow you know that's interesting yeah I've not seen that yet. And, uh, it's just like LaCroix with grain alcohol. I guess. I don't know. Huh. I wonder if it's a brewed malt beverage or what is it? Let's find out. That's super interesting. But, uh, and then there's, more, then there's more than one. But like when I saw White Claw, I was just like, give me a fucking break. Um, well, see, that's it's funny. I'm, I'm hoping that that's the case. My little business. I'm like, oh, I hope people are drinking less. Yeah. I'll give you an update. I'm on the well-being. Yeah, hard company. seltzer. Are you ready for yeah, this? Yeah, hold on one sec. Okay. White, oh, there it is. White Claw Hard Seltzer. Wow. And it's just hard, the hard seltzer. The purest hard seltzer in the world. I know. That's crazy. It's so crazy. Alcoholic water. It's just mind-blowing. And I wonder what the alcohol is and if it's just oh. like straight distilled spirit that's mixed with soda. Our brew pure alcohol, whatever that is. Anyway, wow. don't don't go drink white claw, people. Yeah, if you're gonna relapse, that is just don't. Pro- that's silly. Proprietary brew pure process. Okay. Anyway, yeah, well-being yeah. update. Okay, well-being update. We launched our first crowdfunding. Boom. So if you want to own a piece of the company, you can go to in. I think it's n v s t e d with us invested with us. And you can you can uh, crowdfund us, but you—it's but you, not, it's like, not you like you get a T-shirt. T-shirt. Kickstarter. Kickstarter. It's an actual equity crowdfund. You own a piece of. You own a piece of the company, so that's exciting. Um, you are and you are buying um, into the company. You'll be an investor, and we will listen to you when you email us and say, "Hey, we want something." Like, okay, investor. Yeah, N V S T E D with us, all yeah. one line. Yeah. Dot com. Um, um, that's exciting. And so you have you, you get equity in the company. Yep. $500 minimum buy-in. Yep. And then whatever above, you can go up to. Go up to whatever you want. Hey, you can go up to whatever you want. million dollars. No, you oh. can't. So it's weird. The SEC allows you to invest $107,000. Okay. And I don't know how they... how they come up with that number. But that's all you can invest for the whole year. Okay. In any company. Oh, okay. So don't oh, invest... Yeah, I don't know. Um, And then you will own a piece of well-being. And then that means you have to start doing things like put out annual reports and dividend 
think so. I think, so. I think, I think we're heading in that direction and all that. Starting acting like a business. Wow. I know. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. But I will say it's interesting just being out in this world and talking to people. Just, just, you know, you're in the normie world now. And you're selling a story about how you want people to drink less. And you are trying to help one of your big platforms is designated drivers. One of your big platforms is underage drinking. One of your big platforms is is showing people you can have a great time without alcohol. Right. Uh, so one of the things we're selling is our society, we've grown up being portrayed as you have to have alcohol to have a good time. Right. Yeah. And I still think there's a lot of that out there. Oh, God, there's a lot. You know, just a lot of drinking culture. Um, there's, you know, and for whatever reason, it's just, it's pervasive and you don't, you don't even think that there's an option in some ways, uh, when you got so socialized and, and I, but I think that's changing. And I think what we're selling is even with, you know, a lot of what we're talking about is, well, what about 18 year olds? What about 19 year olds? It's legal to buy the product. And my argument is I would love for 18 and 18 year olds to realize that it's totally normal and you can have just as good a time going out and not having to drink. Right? So, yeah, it's interesting. And I feel yeah, excited about that, that we, that you're kind of seeing just regular bar owners and restaurant owners and social situations and festivals and, you know, all of that kind of stuff that are like, oh, yeah, we should. We should really seriously think about the user experience of people who aren't drinking. Mm-hmm. We don't drink alcohol. Absolutely. And, and, I think everybody. Yeah. everybody. I went to uh, an event for my daughter's school. The big event. Like the year's big yeah. event. To raise yeah. money. Yeah. Um, the big fundraiser. And uh, it's like a, a gala kind of thing. And uh, and I, I get there and, and one of the people involved with the school like walks up and I have a cranberry and, and I'm like, and, and says, ah, oh, so you found the bar, which, yeah. which made me feel weird. Cause it feels like yeah. I'm just in, it's, it's part of the alcohol culture. Oh, good. You got a drink. All right. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like that sort of, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm not that guy. You know what I mean? Right. It's not, it doesn't have that same wink, wink, yeah. you know, yeah. I have a cranberry and soda, but you don't want to say it. yes, it's just a cranberry. I did find the bar, yeah. but, it, but it was, it's that sort of communication. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that yeah, do you, yeah, do you, don't you don't find that, find that offensive, offensive but it I does don't strike it offensive, but I find I'm it the same way you are. It's just sort of you get this weird. And if you think he was just saying, you, I see you found the bar because you have a drink of something in your hand, or he was saying, like, yeah, you found the bar because it's drink. Yeah, yeah. And just at that event was weird, and then the other thing is so there's an auction too and with all these I, i'm not i'm not a big <laughs> auction, a big auction guy, guy from a piece of events but yeah. there's this thing called a, a wine pull wine pull where okay it's like a board with corks in it okay. and numbers okay you pay uh, in this case i think it was like i don't know what it's like 20 or 25 dollars yeah. and you pull a cork and then you get there's one of these wine bags you know yeah. white wine bags with a bottle mm-hmm. of stuff in it and it's not just and wine. it could be an amazing glass thing bottle of wine or, or there was like 20. somewhere one one was like a bottle of gin and one was a bottle okay. you know whatever yeah. it's, I don't know, I don't, and uh it's basically condoning parents need alcohol because you're yeah. driving you crazy yeah so, so 
at the school at the fundraiser, fundraiser take home a bunch of booze and, and numb and yourself. Those, and those, some of those jokes <laughs> got made because, yeah, you know, mommy needs some wine. Yeah, and and Daddy needs some it's wine. just it's so normalized that yeah. sort of talk and that sort of way to interact with people regarding alcohol that yeah doesn't make me mad it just makes me it kind of makes me like the closest thing i was is kind of like sad i was just like yeah you know it's just it's like it's a shame you know it's just that people can't see pat through that do you, do you think that feels out of date and do you think that's going to change with the next generation kind of think because I, yeah, yeah, my parents, my parents drank all the time. Right. Like mine the time. Their world revolved around right. drinking. Mm-hmm. And I don't even and think, I don't my think my mom drank that much, that much but it's, it's just that's the way the, way the, the 70s, 70s was, so right? Yeah. Totally. totally. You could just drink in the car, drink and drive, whatever. Yeah, since time. Right? But it's not. Is it less now? Or is it less? Is it getting to less? I don't know. It's really interesting. You posted that article how alcohol, like, great causes cancer. Another article. Right. You just posted that. Right. The drinking, whatever, even the limit or over the slightly over the limit. I can't remember the specific language, but um, but yeah, it's essentially akin to smoking in terms of. Yes. Once you're 40, if you drink just like the the numbers weren't unusual, like oh, six drinks a week or whatever it was, which I'm like, if I were still drinking, that's a day. Yeah. At least. I'd be putting in 36 drinks a week, people. But like that's and and so it's just as bad. It's just, the the numbers are just as bad as smoking. I think and causing cancer. That's but crazy. Is what is it? It's one. It's one of the top three preventable causes of cancer. With, wow. What is it? Tobacco. Yeah. Alcohol and what I don't know what the third is, but um, interesting. I mean, it's right up there. It's like yeah. Um, and like and directly, directly indicated in something like nine different types of cancer. Wow, yeah. that's that's, that's not something that I think that is not a story that you know because about. big alcohol suppresses it. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's just not yeah. something. Because smoking smoking is commonsensically no shit. You're putting smoke in your lungs. That can't be good for you. Right. Alcohol is a different thing. Well, yeah, because you don't see you don't see the 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 damaging. That it's ingredient. Well, you also don't yeah. see the damaging ingredient so much. Like you see the smoke yeah. going yeah. in and coming out. Right. The alcohol, it's like within liquid, you know, and sometimes yeah. the liquid can kind of taste all right, you know, or yeah. not. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's not, a, it's not this separate thing. It's not yeah. separate from the liquid. You know, it's not no. this. Yeah. Yeah. This. Yeah. Yeah. So like yeah. you just drink it. It's so harmless. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting. But yeah, well, it's funny because we you know we talk about this a lot with with this product with the well-being beer. Because and I don't even if I said this on the podcast, I've repeated the story. But the German Olympic team trains with non-alcoholic. Beer. <laughs> yeah, you know cool. that? yeah. No, I think you've. I've, I've read it and before. I think you've mentioned. Okay. And didn't I yeah. see? Did you send something with a picture? Or is that on your your? But it's it's crazy that when you take this one thing out of beer, the alcohol, all of a sudden it is this really good sports drink. And I just think that's so funny that alcohol, it could be one of the healthiest drinks in the world when you take the alcohol, but alcohol's so bad for you. Right. Yeah, it's it's the, the ethanol. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, oh, you're drinking poison. So crazy. Um, 
Yeah, didn't you have sent something with a picture of like a some athlete with a giant yeah, yeah. on their hand? Or yeah. yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Because you know skiers. Yeah. Oh, right, skiers. It's a skier drinking beer. I think it's funny. Uh, all right. So one thing I wanted to give a shout out before we forget. Uh, before I forget, is uh, so Joan just last night, yesterday evening. Sent an email and told, oh, no. And uh, it's just very sweet. Basically, she basically was saying that, you know, I've done a lot of talking about hanging up the, hanging up the cans. Hanging up the gloves. Up the yeah, you have. And, um, I think you've been scaring people. You know, it's just uh, uh, trying to find a way, trying to do a couple of things. One, I want to find a way to keep it fresh and interesting for the listeners but also for the host and also for specifically me sure <laughs> you know and, well, yeah you want to go out on and, top you don't want to like stay three years too long right. at, 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 at you know right. profession and you're like oh dude yeah. you can't that guy's lost he should have retired yeah. on top you yeah. want to go out on top. and I, john elway well yeah or there's certainly if you don't go out to keep Enjoying, enjoying right. and, right. and so, and I yeah, think we're, 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 we're getting there. Um, yeah, figuring something out. But uh, she's, what, what did she say? I mean, I, I listen all the time. I love to laugh and love the way you guys laugh. Um, what did she say? Oh, uh, you are making a huge difference. The only reason why I sent this today is because I was really getting nervous that one day you're going, you're not going to be there. So it's time for, to step up and say something, basically. Oh, so, good. Um, you know, I think we can, can, can... Well, we've also been a little sporadic lately for whatever reason. I mean, yeah, we've been traveling. You've been traveling. Matt's audio, been traveling. I've had audio, audio difficulties. difficulties. And, and You had family in town. I had family in town. Yeah. Um, and, and all of that... Um, and this isn't like a guilt trip anybody, but all that gives me anxiety about I'm not doing justice to the podcast for the audience. I'm like, yeah, yeah. really letting them down with all these episodes we missed. And yeah. then, you know, I have to get okay with just, we do it when we can and we do it how we can. Yeah. Um, so, and that's, that's where I'm at now. So Joan, uh, we're going to be around for at least. That's right. Uh, we got this one. <laughs> we got this one in the can. Matt will be back uh, next week. And uh, Matt will be back next week. And I think we're going to figure out, I mean, uh, see how this sounds. Yeah. Jeff and I are holding uh, white iPod earbud microphones up to our mouths. And we're going to yeah. figure out how to clip them or something. Yeah. But this could be bad because you might have to cut in the intro, I'm going to have right? to cut in the intro and the outro, which is one of the things I was trying to get away from doing that work. But we'll see. I'll do it. I haven't done it in a while. I mean, I used to do it every single episode. Me too. I mean, with my podcast, oh, yeah. not <laughs> okay. this one, but I've um, been there with you. Um, and it only takes like it, a half hour. Right. It doesn't take a long time. So we'll, we'll see um, okay. if, if how much agita that gives me tomorrow. I don't think yeah. it will. Um, yeah. And then the, the other thing I really want to figure out how to do is to get people that want to call in the ability yeah. to call in. Okay. Um, like and that. that sort of has been, you know, been saying that for a few episodes now and just, but do you think, I think you're going to have to book somebody. You're going to have to find someone and say, Hey, you specifically, I don't want to do that. you know, cause that's too much of a hassle. I just don't want to book people anymore. Right. I want people just to call in like a call in show. Yeah. We have to be live then. 
Well, we're to go back but, to the old school mic- microphones. Well, we're going to have to figure out how to call people. I feel like we can do it with this app. I just have to figure it out. How they download Anchor, and then we'll call them. But that's what I'm saying. you got to kind of hook it up. Oh, uh, you're right. It can't be a spontaneous okay. Well, we're still working on it, people. Yeah. But I like that idea. Mm-hmm. I think having a, a guest every now and then is not a bad thing. Or just, uh, it's not. And we'll have to get back to that because people will get tired of hearing the three of us totally ramble on about. So whatever. I'm, I'm happy. Yeah. Okay. I had a guest the other day. Okay. Anyway, we'll think about it. No, I had a guest thought the other day. Um. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, let's. Well, let's hopefully, this sounds good. Good to see you. Good to see you. Back next week. Yeah. Right? And if you had and if you got, had, got a bad tax return, I'm telling you where you can put it. <laughs> That's what everyone got. That's what everyone got is a tax return, right? Wasn't that the whole point? Yeah. Did everybody get a fat tax return? I don't know. I don't either. I did not, but there you go. I don't know how it all works. We're gonna play a little bit of this song. It's called no. "Sober Up." <laughs> No, but I mean, you can oh, cut in. I that. could cut in. Yeah. If I all knew right. how to do it with this app. I'll also learn better how to use this app. That was... All right. Lots of props. All right. See ya. One more. Yes! Another clean and sober intervention.